Hey, it's Taylor, and that's so disturbing. I'll be polite, and I know it's been a little bit, so how are you doing? How are you feeling today or tonight? What is going on in your life? Are there any big decisions that you're having to make? Have you been in any new environments or situations that maybe you're not familiar with? And what do you do when you get into those moments or if you have a really important decision to make at your job or even with a friendship? What do you use to help you come to that decision on what to do next? I've been asking some friends lately, um, like kind of in general, advice when it comes to my life, relationships, friendships. And I noticed that it tends to be a little 50-50 on how they first respond. And it's either, what are you feeling? <laughs> tell me what your feelings are about this. Or they'll tell me to approach it with what's actually happening. Not necessarily like, what are the facts, Taylor? But asking me, what do I have? What information do I have to go on? And based on the information I have, what can I do next? I don't think either of them, either groups of people are wrong, but it got me thinking about the feelings people. And specifically when they give advice and ask me, what is your gut telling you? What is your gut telling you to do next? And that was when I sat on Google for a little bit and started to dig into what is a gut feeling? Where does it come from? Do we all experience this? Is there any validity to gut feelings? Are they reliable either? Do they mean something or are they completely useless in my life and in decisions that I make? After I fell down the Google rabbit hole, came across some really interesting research some different perspectives on gut feelings and how other people use them. What do they mean? And if you can improve them, which is an idea that I hadn't thought of before, like, do they get better with time? Are there things that you can do to improve your gut feelings and intuition? Or are you stuck with them? So let's get into this. First, what does a gut feeling mean to you? What is your immediate response to a gut feeling and how do you know when it's happening? For me, a gut feeling is truly in my gut. It's like in my stomach. There's that phrase like getting a pit in your stomach, but it really feels like your stomach has butterflies. It's not necessarily nerves. Like you can have this sense when it's nerves for when you have to speak in front of a group of people, but then there's this gut feeling that's almost telling you to be alert. I feel like my gut and my stomach remind the other parts of my body, like have your eyes open, take in your surroundings, listen to everything going on around you. And it's just this signal that comes from within me to assess the environment that I'm in and to take in that information to make my next decision. It's immediate, I would say. It's not something that bubbles up. 
it's something that comes on in the moment when I feel like my body's trying to tell me to listen more and to be present with myself in order to make the next right decision. Gut feelings have played a huge role in my personal life since as far back as I can really remember. One of my first thoughts when I was looking into this topic was my very religious upbringing and going to church often, being involved in it. And one, I had a gut feeling, and it could have been just peer pressure, like from the people around me, but I had a gut feeling in the sermons or in the groups that I was a part of as a child to act a certain way. Like something in my gut told me, this is what you need to do next. And part of that is for sure peer pressure. But then there was another gut feeling that I had and couldn't articulate when I was really young, but as I got older, that this isn't right. Like what I'm learning from the religious text and those around me doesn't feel right and it doesn't align with my values anymore. And I'm really thankful for that gut feeling because it told me that something wasn't right and it told me to question everything that was going on. And I believe that that was a gut feeling at an early age because a lot of people are indoctrinated into different religions. Like cults, I think, is really dramatic way, like at the very end of that spectrum. And I don't know if they have a gut feeling when they go into those situations. But for me, I had felt something off at a young age and I could not articulate it at the time. But that was one of my very early memories of a gut feeling. And later, I think that transcribed in high school in how I should fit in, especially moving from California to Georgia, very different. So I had these this intuition or gut feeling in the new schools that I went to and how to act. I first went to a private school for a year and a half, and then I transitioned to a public school. And the groups of students were different. Um, granted, they were in different parts of Georgia, which I think played a role in it. But my intuition and gut feelings are what helped me kind of integrate into the schools, especially when you're a teenager and you're going into a different environment where it's a bunch of people that have grown up together and you have to find your way in and find a way to make friends and get close to your peers. But the interesting part was as I got older, and by older I mean 16, 17, 18, this peer pressure and pressure to fit in started to override my gut feelings. I look back now and I know that my body was trying to tell me something when I started to, you know, engage in alcohol and drugs. And I remember so many times that I would be around people that I knew I shouldn't have been around, or I was in situations or environments that I shouldn't have been around. And at the time, I think that I perceived it as a fear of getting in trouble. 
which could have been that as well. Like, you know, no one wants to be grounded. I lost my phone all the time in high school. My parents were always taking it from me. But I do think that it was my body and my gut telling me that this was not a good situation to be in. These aren't people that will serve you well and add benefit to your life. And that wasn't everyone either. It was very specific situations where I knew that I shouldn't be in them. And that was when in my life and in like my journey of alcohol abuse, like when it really kicked off for me, when I saw that alcohol would numb that feeling, I wouldn't get scared. I wouldn't feel nervous. And also it was me telling my body, like, shut the fuck up. I don't want to hear that I'm doing the wrong thing. I don't want to hear that I'm in the wrong place right now. So looking back, I find that to be kind of interesting. Like, why was I trying to push that down? And I pushed that feeling down for the rest of my life until I got sober. And it's now that I realize and I can be more in tune with my body of what it's trying to tell me. And I think that it is perceptive. I think that those gut feelings and those initial reactions, those first impressions can sometimes be really helpful in my personal life. I've seen it in my professional life. And I'm interested to hear if any of you feel this way too. Is there this sensation that you get or like this intuition, this gut feeling when you start a new job and you kind of know who you can be work besties with and then you know who you can't be work besties with? There's no logic or reasoning behind it. It's like you know which coworker is going to be the one to spill all of your secrets. <laughs> like everything you talk about, you know that they're going to repeat it to everyone. Or you know that they're just not the person you want to have in your corner. And you know that they're not going to be someone that uplifts you in the workplace. Or maybe even at work too, you know who to not do projects with, I guess. Um, and you know people that you can't necessarily rely on at first. I'm saying all of this, like if you just start your job, there's this gut feeling where you know who are your people. And then the ones where you're like, mm, this is going to stay like arm's length. I'm keeping the corporate talk on with you. And then the, there's other ones where you feel like you can truly be yourself around them. That's where I've seen it in my professional life. And I saw it a little bit when I was going through the interview process um, between my last job and my current job. There was just this gut instinct where I could tell if a company was a good fit or not, or if they were a genuine company as well. If they were leading by good values and their mission statement aligned with what I wanted to do. But job hunting, I can't say was like the most accurate time of gut feelings because I was really desperate to find a job as well. But I will say with my current job right now, um, when I went through the interview process, I felt really good about it. Like every person that I talked to, I felt comfortable with and I knew that I would learn a lot from them. So sometimes with job interviews and professional relationships, I see a gut feeling kind of waiting for me to help me make a decision. A specific time that I remember a gut feeling being almost overwhelming 
I would say I was at my last job and knowing that it wasn't the right fit for me, but I didn't react on it right away. Like my gut instinct honestly was just to quit <laughs> on the spot. I wasn't happy. Um, and there was a whole bunch of reasons of why I didn't want to stay. So in some ways, I think that my gut kind of helped me to an extent to know, like, this isn't where you need to be. This isn't where you're going to grow professionally. But I knew it wasn't something to act on. And maybe I was telling myself, like, what I wanted to hear, like, just quit. That would be so much easier for you. Or wouldn't that be so fun to be spontaneous and just quit and leave your job when I knew that I could not afford to do that for one. And two, it's just not, it was not a smart decision to be able to do that. So in that instance, I knew not to react to that gut feeling, but it was still telling me, telling me that something wasn't good. Something wasn't right here. I would say the biggest triggers for me now with gut feelings are probably social ones where I have a gut feeling based on the environment and the people that I'm around on whether or not that's a safe place for me to truly be myself. If that, like, does that kind of make sense where there's those environments you go into and you're around people that just give you this signal that this is a safe space for you to be yourself. One of those things being, I'm very self-conscious about my laugh. It is very loud. And when I'm around people I'm not comfortable with, either I try to not laugh a lot or I try to keep it down a couple volume levels. But when I'm around people I'm very comfortable with and know that they don't care or they won't point it out, that is when my gut tells me, like, you're safe, you can be yourself here and they won't, they won't mind. I would say that that's the most prominent one where I can identify what that trigger is. It's just people in the space that I'm in and the environment and what's what's going on around me. My gut feelings are definitely not always right. And it's a constant battle of choosing between whether or not that gut feeling is anxiety or I guess kind of a little bit of depression in there where like the gut feeling is telling me that I don't want to do anything. I don't want to socialize. If I'm having a bad day and someone reaches out to me and either decides to call me I have this gut feeling like if I get a phone call from a friend, then my immediate gut feeling is I don't want to answer it. I don't want to talk. I want to continue to isolate. I would say that that's where I know it's tainted and not a very good one. <laughs> but that changes as my mental health kind of fluctuates, whether I'm doing really well or if I'm not doing really well, then that gut feeling is a little bit more reliable. I can't think of a specific instance where a gut feeling had me make the wrong decision or provoked me to make the wrong decision. I often get gut feelings mixed up with impulsivity. <laughs> if, if anyone knows me or has seen my Instagram, then you know I have a tattoo of my cats on my arm, like a giant one. And that was purely impulsive, but my gut told me that a tattoo would fix all of my problems. So that. I still can't differentiate between the two on that. And I don't know if you can differentiate either of like, what is impulsive behavior when you're shopping, right? When I go shopping and I'm in that $5, $1 section at Target, my gut of what I think is telling me I need all of that 
is not right. There we go. That's probably a time where my gut feelings have led me in the wrong direction is when I want to buy something. I think that I need it, but I don't. So that's probably tied to mental health too. And like that could be a therapy session as to why I think buying something is going to make me feel better. But, you know, what do I learn from that every time? Probably don't listen. Now I'm a lot better when I go shopping. Pro tip for anyone that's going grocery shopping and happens to be like me where you buy too much and then I don't end up eating at all. I started to just pick up one of those baskets at the front of a grocery store and would only use that when I go grocery shopping. So it would help me narrow down my focus of what do I actually need. And also I don't want to carry anything that heavy. So it would prevent me from actually buying something that I didn't need to have. Where do gut feelings come from and what do they mean? Gut feelings have been found to have a really tight connection with your gut, your stomach, or your digestive system, with your brain, actually. And what happens is your brain is constantly processing the information around you. And what it does is it makes a match or a mismatch between your past experiences and the current ones that are happening around you. What we're noticing are patterns based on those past experiences. And then we store those patterns and that associated information as long-term memory. And then we retrieve that information when we see the patterns again in our everyday experience. The author, Russell Futcher, described it as looking at almost an Excel spreadsheet. And in one column, you have patterns and pieces of information. Those are the two in that first column. And then in the right column, you have outcomes of what could happen. You have your expectations of what could happen. There's some reasonable goals like yourself. What's, what is a goal that you're intending to get out of the situation or what do you expect to happen? Then you have your expected actions from yourself or from other people. And then there are those learning tips that we've come to along the way as we get older. And what have we learned from these previous experiences? So that's all in the right column. The left one, again, is the patterns and that pieces of information. And it's just a never-ending spreadsheet that in your brain is constantly calculating and reading that information that comes in. And it just does it all the time. But the crazy thing is, bringing it back to your stomach, is that research suggests that our brains work like this predictive technology without even having to work that hard. So with our brains being so connected to our bodies, they're in alignment with your stomach and that digestive system within you. The research also suggests that the more experience we have in a particular field, the better our gut feeling is. One that I thought was really interesting was they conducted some research on recruiters. So people that work in HR across different companies and they would take the recruiters, let's say they primarily focused on hiring and placing nurses at a specific facility. 
they took the recruiters that only work with nurses and gave them a bunch of resumes, had them glance over them, not go into so much detail, and predict whether or not they would be a good fit for that company. They did the same with other recruiters who work with different niches or different industries and had them look through the same resumes. And they found that the recruiters were much quicker at coming to their final conclusion. And they also made better decisions when it came to placing people in those different positions. But that is where they specialized in it. So it's not an overall advanced gut feeling where that whole person is just good with their intuition, but the more experienced and the more educated you are in that field, the better it's going to be. Along with this, the research suggests that our gut and brain are closely connected in a multitude of ways. The digestive organs and our brain have effects on our motivation, our mood, and our higher cognitive functions, which is like how quickly your brain is able to process information or problem solving and analytical thinking. All of those three things combine together. So your mood, your thought processes, and your motivation, all of those combined have an influence on our gut and that feeling that we get in the pit of our stomach. Another study that was super interesting was they took two groups of people and they gave them both packets of information about different apartments and like apartment complexes and areas. The first group, they gave them all this information, ran them through all of the details of each unit and the amenities and what they offered and the prices, so on and so forth. And in that first group, they told them, we want you to carefully analyze this information and tell us what the best apartment is based on price, the amenities that it comes with, and which ones you would choose. For the second group, they had them review the same information, but instead of having them go through the information again themselves and make careful decisions, they had them play anagrams, a little mind game. After they finished playing the game, they then had them make the decision on the apartments and which one had the best value for the amenities that it came with. And for that second group, they were the ones that made much better decisions across the board. They told them to skim the information, go with what they think is best. They made much better decisions and picked the ones that were objectively the best value across the board in terms of what those complexes offered, the condition of the units and everything that came with it while the other ones didn't they didn't make such accurate or well thought out decisions once they had to overthink it so in some of the articles that i had read there are suggestions that after you've been given a lot of information to work with distract your brain with something that i can focus on so not necessarily staring at a wall or sitting in silence but genuinely distract your brain before you have to make that decision and then figure out what you want to do. I would love to test this at a grocery store or if I'm shopping, which in this economy, I'm not doing a ton of clothes shopping, but I wonder if there's a ton of different brands or a ton of different flavors of a particular food. Let's say I want to get chips for an event. Maybe if I start down the chip aisle when I first get there, 
and I can't make a decision. I leave, I go back and pick up the other things. Maybe I'll have a better idea of what I want to buy when I go back towards that aisle. I don't know. If you want to run a study on yourself, feel free. Now, across the board, people suggest and emphasize that we don't rely on gut feelings alone, that they're helpful indicators, but we should be aware of the fact that sometimes they are strayed and swayed by unconscious biases. So if you have an unconscious bias towards a particular group of people or culture, religion, then your gut feeling might not be as accurate. So that would take some self-awareness on my part and in the decision that I'm in of, I'm feeling this, but why? This is my gut feeling. Why do I feel this way? Do I have a bias in me, maybe towards churches? If I am passing a church and I get this gut feeling that like, ah, danger to some extent, that <laughs> that might hold some truth to it. But I do know that I have an unconscious bias towards that because of my upbringing. So in that instance, I wouldn't let it guide major decisions for me. It's also shown that gut feelings are very helpful, though, for people who are moving to different countries, different cultures, learning different languages. These gut feelings and intuitions really help people integrate and learn about those around them by picking up on social cues. It gives them this instinct on what to say and how to say it or how to act. Maybe if there's different patterns or behaviors wherever you are in a different place than what you're accustomed to, which is helpful if you're stuck or I shouldn't say stuck. This could be helpful if you're traveling to a new place and maybe you have more gut feelings than usual or you're picking up on them more than usual. It's been found that they're really helpful for situations like overall though, you can improve your gut feelings. There was a couple studies done on whether or not emotional intelligence plays a role in your gut feelings, but I didn't see anything that was concrete or set in stone as a fact by any means. You can improve on your intuitions, whether that be through reading, educating yourself, or as we get older. That was the one big takeaway for me. <laughs> that was the biggest takeaway for me was I'm excited to get older now because my intuition is going to be so much better as I age with the more experiences that I have in my life, with the more that I learn about the world and in the literature that I read, your gut and your intuition will become so much more accurate as you get older and continue to expose yourself to different situations. And maybe, just as your own reference for friendships in your lives, I think I unconsciously go to people who have more experience in a certain area because I know that their intuition is going to be more accurate than mine. So my friend that's a hairstylist, I would go to him for hair care advice. Or if my hair is acting a really weird way, I know that his gut feeling and he might not have any logic or immediate reasons why he feels the way that he does. But because of all of his experience as a hairstylist, he's going to have a faster, quicker response to whatever I'm dealing with rather than someone that doesn't work with hair every single day. 
So all of that, I know that none of that information was probably groundbreaking, which is fine, but it gives me hope that I can at least grow on them. And I think that I can pay more attention to my gut feelings and give them more space in my life because when I do pay attention to that gut feeling, I'm allowing it to give me information on the situation that I'm in. And the next time that I'm confronted with the same thing, I can take that and either confirm the beliefs that I got from the last situation I was in, or it can correct them. And maybe my gut feeling will be more accurate in those same situations. This is probably confirming for you what you've always known is that feelings aren't facts. Your gut isn't always right, but there's motivation and hope in knowing that they can get better over time. And I would say for me, my gut feelings have one, become more prominent and two, they become much more distinguishable now that I am sober and I don't drink. I think that my gut feelings were a lot more misconstrued before or I blatantly ignored them. I would dull them down by using substances because I didn't want to listen to what my body was trying to tell me when something wrong or something not right was happening or I was in a space that I shouldn't be. So now, when you're reading a new book, if you're going back to college, if you're having to be in a new environment and you don't like to socialize, take that as an opportunity to cultivate your gut feelings. And that your gut feelings are going to get so much better as you get older. So, hey, thanks for hanging out with me. I hope you learned something new. And if you didn't, I hope that you feel a little bit less lonely after listening to this episode. Because I'm here. I'm here with you. And I look forward to feedback. So let me know if you learned anything or thought that some of my talking points were absolutely ridiculous. (laughs) All right. I'll see you in the next one. Bye.